0: If you wasn't in Sunday school, you missed a blessing. You missed a blessing. It was led totally by the Holy Spirit, which most of the time it is. But you know, what a blessing it was to be here. Thank you both for sharing Amen. it. And you a wonderful blessing. But you know, we have so, again, we have so much to be thankful for. Yes, we do. So thankful for In this time of the service, we're going to do that. We're going to have, some of us give an opportunity to give a testimony of what a blessing it was. What a blessing it was, but... We'll give you another opportunity to share a little more, but we're going to sing this song right here. Thank you, Lord. class, which we didn't have our Sunday school class this morning, but uh, we was going to talk about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about blessings uh, that God has blessed us with. We also will think about how God, uh, you know, our blessings that we can, you know, that God has shared with us. You know, we're going to share those out. But you know, I was thinking about uh, you know I had five things I wrote down. Uh, you know, for from blessings you know how god you know reasons that we need to be thankful for god you know for blessings uh the first thing is that came to mind you know god gave his greatest gift the gift of salvation when christ died on the cross for us that was our opportunity you know for, for us to live forever and uh, he gave us the greatest gift when he done that he did and you know that says that in john 3:16. everybody knows that verse there eh? For so God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And what a blessing that is! Yes. What a blessing it is. And the second thing I thought of is that God answers prayers. It sure He does. We've heard those testimonies this morning. God answers prayers. Right here's an answered prayer. We're all answered prayers. God answers those prayers. Another thing that came to mind is he provides our every need no matter what we what we need he provides for it And he don't provide our own. There's a lot of things that I want but he don't provide that that's right. he gives me what I need yes. and that's exactly what I need and nothing else and he always provides our every need and then the other thing that came to mind is that what we're going to sing here just a, sec- a second is the showers the showers of blessings that he showers upon us and you know, we, we have, we've heard those testimonies this morning, and me, that's just like a shower of a blessing, listening to these testimonies, and, you know, how, how God has blessed us in so many ways. And, and, uh, and I go back to how God is protecting me, and I'm going to say that again right here. That's another blessing God has given me. He, he, he protects us. And uh, this, this, I'm going to tell you a little story right here, how God protected us, and I know God was with me. This is back in, uh, in the early 90s. I, I was working with a company down in Birmingham, tracking equipment. I went in early this morning, that morning, and walked in the door. No one was there. I had to turn the alarm off, and no one was there. But uh, uh, when I was turning the alarm off in another part of the building, the door that I just came through opened up. There's a, there's a man standing there, his own kind of clean-cut guy. Kind of startled me this early in the morning. <coughs> kind of startled me, and I said, well, can I help you? And he says, uh, my car broke down, I need some help. I said, well, okay, I can help you. What do you need me to do? I said, uh, I said you can call anybody. He said, no, I need you to help me. I said, sir, I can't leave. Uh, he said, no, you're going to help me with my car. And I was getting nervous. You know, things are not going the way I was planning on it. But anyhow, uh, he asked me to get in. The, my car is running outside. And he, you know, he come in. I said, where's your car at? And he said, my car is down at Hardy's. You know, it's down on First Avenue. The bad area. He said, my car's down at this place, and he said, I want you to take me down there to my car. And I said, I can't leave. He said, you're going to take me to my car. So we my long story short. I got his, we got in the car. And I'm nervous as everything, and don't you know, sweat's popping out on me. We drove down to Hardy's, and his car's not there. I said, sir, where's your car? He says, uh, it's on down the road down here close to Major's. On, I said, oh no, we're getting some alleys back there. And, and uh, my mind, I'm thinking, well, what, you know, what am I going to do? I don't have no way to protect myself or anything. But, but we got down there uh, in this part of town. There's a railroad crossing there. I've never seen a train stop there. But that morning, there was a train stopped. And that's how I know the Lord's in me. His plan was falling together. Falling apart. His plan was falling apart. But the Lord was there with me that day, that morning. And I was asking him, I said, sir, where's your car? We're we'll start with this train. You know, this is about 5 o'clock in the morning. And he says, uh, my car's on down here. And I said, well, sir, I can't go any further. And he jumped out and started running. And, you know, his plan fell apart. I don't know what his plan was, but it wasn't to take him to his car. Uh, but you know that's how the Lord protects
1: us sure and
0: you know that's that's the little things that you know there's little things that Lord can protect us with and that to me that was a big thing but you know every day the Lord has his protecting hand on us you know in in situations that we don't we don't see you know God is always with us he's always there and uh, you know but anyhow one thing i want us to share listen to these testimonies we had this morning is uh you know god showers us with blessings each and every day and you think that the showers of blessings you know the rain falls you know god give us the rain and you know that's a blessing from heaven but you know it don't end there i could catch that rain drop in my hand but it ain't gonna get in out there where where the, drip, the blessing continues when that rain hits the the ground our grass grows our trees grow it produces fruit for us and you know every time you eat an apple you know it was it was blessed by the blessings of god from that rain or anything you know god protects you know god provides for us no matter what but you know the little things we take for granted, and showers of blessings is a song i want us to sing right now there shall be showers of blessings I know I'm kind of rattling on a little bit this morning but it's just something this page 430 and every one of y'all what's blessing y'all in my life and Brother Robert you have something I'd like to say that I, I appreciate the old members here I appreciate, and I'm so thankful for this new movement, Friendly, yes. the new members that have been Amen the people that have been coming
1: and I appreciate it for the outside. and I thank God for. Amen. Bless.
2: Amen does anyone have anything I'd like to share Brother Wayne say this, we sometimes think that that we have a say in, that that everything goes the way we want it to go, or, or we have a part in the greater plan. The truth is, uh, some of us think we came here today because we decided to. Uh, the truth is, we came here today because God's purpose for us all to be together. Sure Amen. 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 Um, there's something I've said over again, and, and it's not because I like hear myself say it, but because when the lord impressed it on me i knew it to be the truth god is the author of this congregation amen we're here together because god wants us together he's got a reason for us to be together and i'm thankful for that this morning i'm glad by the way the responsibility uh, isn't on me uh, for my own blessings i i I, god doesn't bless me because i'm good because i'm not he blesses me because i'm his That's that's why he takes care of us that's why he blesses us and i'm thankful this morning the main thing I'm thankful of this morning is that I belong to him. Yes, and, and I'm glad he's mine, but I'm glad I belong to him. One time, Brother Wayne, I, I remember as a young man uh, working, and I had a job, and it, it, it was a it was a, a good job as far as money and, and all that, but it, the time was uh, the shift work, and when the, 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 the plant was running, I only had to work an eight-hour shift, but when the plant was down, I had to work 12-hour shifts every 12 hours until the plant came back up. And I remember going through uh, a town one day on the way, and I looked over, and I saw this uh, business there, and I said, Lord, if there was only something in that company that I could do, I know they take care of their employees. I know they pay well. And and, I, and if, if there's somebody, if there's a, a part of that company that does what I know how to do or what i said lord please help me get in there and, and the lord let me know that he would and i said i said this and, I, and i'm not ashamed of it i said lord show me show me well it didn't happen in a day it didn't happen in a week but it wasn't but a few years later brother wayne and i've been with that company for tw- over oh, 20 years now and, and i'm still being blessed and taken yeah. care of is every day easy in roses no it's not it's a job and it has to be done. And a lot of what I do, people don't know that it happens. And they don't know what has to happen just for these lights to stay on. But I'm thankful that I work for a company uh, that the Lord, when the Lord said, okay, I'm going to give you, I'm going to grant that prayer for you uh, so that you can take, you can not have to worry about your family. But then I said, Lord, show me. I just said, show me show me what you can do a lot of times if we just quit asking for things and just say lord show us Uh, just show me what you can do we will see a whole lot more than we ever asked that's right and all that is is just trusting in him amen that's all abraham did and i'm glad abraham did show us how to do it we just need to trust in this morning we're not here because we thought we ought to be here or we might have come thinking that somebody would be happy to see us or we may have came for somebody else or we may have came uh, just because we had a uh, just a burning desire to get here and, and i'm glad we did but the reason we did is because the lord wanted to see yes, that. that's right he did he's got a plan no matter what our situation he's got a plan folks talk about uh, the little candle and how when you're in a very dark place how there is no darkness can preside where the light is right. it forces the darkness out but you can see that little candle for miles can't you Bo? Uh, But what I'm going to say this is God's light shines. Greater in the darkness. Yes, uh, Just like the little candle. Uh, we don't put it under a bushel, uh, because when it's under the bushel, there is no darkness yes. under the bushel. I'm glad that when I been under the bushel, the Lord was here with me, Steve. Uh, but when we let our light shine, uh, God can pierce through the darkness and can reach folks.
1: Yes, He can. And it's
2: up to Him to whether we shine or not. Amen. And I'm glad this morning it ain't none of me. I had nothing I can do, Brother Steve. You know it ain't none of you, but it's that Lord. Word of God that's the truth. Lord, it's, like, it's that uh, Jesus Christ is the light, and He's who shines in the darkness. And I'm glad today, Brother. It's not, up to, it's not me, it's brother, brother Wayne. It's the Lord in all of it. And that's what matters today. He put us here, and He put us here for a reason. And I know my reason. My reason is to get what I need. Sure. It's to get uh, taught and blessed and, 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 and to get edified and, and, and helped uh, because I need help today. It's to hear the Word of God today. If it be His will and, and to apply it uh, to my life. Not that I have to apply it, but it applies to my life wow. and how I live today. And I'm just thankful to be here. I didn't aim to say a word today. I didn't. But I'm glad that God is the author of this congregation that god is the reason i'm here Amen. and i'm thankful for that lord today amen appreciate amen.
0: you brother amen. You know, anyone else I have anything I'd like to share
3: anyway, i'd like to share a song before brother State covers yeah, okay I have a um, will you and vanessa help yes yes
1: blessed lord
3: woman
0: you know we have uh, again we have so much to be thankful for this song chris is going to sing right here is i'm thankful and uh we're going to we're going to try to help him out on this right here so maybe that's uh
3: first where on my knees I fell. I asked for mercy and it was supplied. Now my sins are forgiven.
0: working crisp and you have a great song for yes, service today. God bless. But you know, uh, does did anyone have anything before Brother Steve comes and brings this morning? Well again, you know, we again we have so much to be uh thankful for and uh, and to be, you know you. just give God the glory and the praise for it all. Yes. Uh, and I'm amen. thankful for what you know, how God has blessed me in so many ways and what a what a blessing it's been to, you know, to be in this family that I'm in. Mean, I mean, I don't know where I'd be if it wasn't for, uh, for Vanessa. But uh, sure. And uh, y'all remember, I'll just tell you this little story real quick. You know, Vanessa was dating the first time that I've ever been actually to a, went to uh, her grandma, grandparents' house, uh, the, the Murphy's house, and Chris and Mark and Danny and, and all of them there. And, and this little living room right there, all gathered together some Christmas. Uh, what a blessing that was, and uh, that you know, from then on, uh, I never understood what you know really singing was all about. But when they got together, it wasn't just about gifts and and eating and stuff like that. When they got together and sang and sang and sang to our Lord and Savior those songs, what a blessing that was in my life. Sure, I mean always I it always has been, it always will be, but that's, I really look forward to Christmas now because I truly know what Christmas is all, all about, and, uh, but yeah, I just want to share that little blessing we. but I can go on and on and on, how I've been blessed, but you know, God put Vanessa in my life for a reason, and uh, so I just want to thank God for that first
1: that you come. God bless you, Thank you for loving God. all. appreciate the good singing this morning, brother Chris, and brother Wayne. And brother, Bo, we appreciate y'all leading the congregation in these songs. The wonderful testimonies about the blessings that we have received from God, and, and um, I believe that we probably. Could go days and days and days telling folks about how God has blessed us, and, and a lot of times I will, I will tell somebody about the blessings God's given me, and then later on in the day I'll think, well, Lord, I didn't tell them a half of what God's blessed me yeah. with. I get to thinking of things that that I didn't think of before that He, but He's continually, He's continually blessing us and I appreciate that today and I I really love him I love each one of you today Um, uh, if you'll turn in your Bibles to the 23rd Psalm uh, a passage of Scripture that uh, most all of you could quote it far better than I can read it. but um, I, I feel that this is fitting for the service today. I feel like this is what the Lord is leading uh, uh, us to do, and um, I won't say let's continue to pray for Sister Marilyn. I miss her and Brother Michael when they're not here. Let's let's continue to remember Louise. It's, it's been a while since she's been able to sit over there uh, next to Sister Jane, and she is not doing she is not doing well. And uh, y'all that know her know. It. If, if she had the energy and felt like it, she would be here so please pray for her I won't say it's so good to uh, see Lindsay and Bubba and all their boys back all together same time and uh, I, I'm glad of that glad everybody's well and uh, uh, glad that brother Don's doing better he's been sick this past week and, and uh, we could just go on and on about how God has, has answered prayer and he's blessed but um over in the uh 23rd psalm and then i've got one verse i'd like to read over in the uh, uh 40th chapter of isaiah and uh, you don't have to go over there with me but i'll read it here in just a minute but uh, the psalmist here says uh the lord is my shepherd i shall not want Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Then over in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, in the 11th verse, it says he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arms, carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. And uh, as we, we look here at uh, no doubt David wrote this uh, 23rd Psalm and it's been quoted, it's been read at funerals, it's been preached on it's been used in sunday school lessons it's been dissected and broke down and and uh, uh but i want you to think about just for a few minutes what the psalmist is saying here and uh, uh a lot of times somebody will say something and we'll say boy they said a mouthful there and and i believe if you will look at what david was saying here uh he says a mouthful and, and and a good preacher could take this first verse, and he could preach for days and never leave this first verse. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. <coughs> and and I begin to think. But David goes a little bit further. Is he? As he expounds on this, and and and, and I begin to think about uh, what he said here. And I'd like for us to uh, just. Dwell on the thought just for a few minutes about being content in his pasture today. I want you to think about that just for being content in his pasture. Now, a lot of us have raised livestock and and, 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 and we've seen times where our livestock was not content where we had them. We may have provided for them everything that they need. I remember one time I, I, I got in the goat business and I found out, that barbed wire and electric fence will not keep a goat uh, in the pasture Now you better get you some good hog wire if you're gonna uh, keep them in and although uh, i had everything that they needed there they had water then they had food they had everything to eat uh, but to them the grass was a little bit greener uh, just outside my property line so i said that to say this i want us to be satisfied in god's pasture today and i'm talking about myself just as well as i am anybody else i'm talking about a pasture today uh, where everything is provided i'm not talking about a dried up desert where you have to look around for something to eat I, but i'm talking about a place today i bet you can eat to your full Amen. amen <laughs> amen I believe David if anybody knew a little something about being a shepherd he must have known something about it he was a shepherd boy and you can go back and read about that and and the time that that uh, he went to be with his brothers there when they were warring against the Philistines. And you remember when he left his sheep there for a little while out to go over there, he made sure he left them with somebody that'd take care of them. Even though his brothers told him, well, I asked him, what you done? I'm leaving those no sheep. You just come over here to see the blood and the gore. But that wasn't why David was there. Amen. I'm talking about being content in the master's pasture today. don't you to think about that just for a little bit. We that are saved today and been born again, God has a pasture for us. It's not crowded, amen. It ain't, it ain't where we're just bumping shoulders, but it's a wide pasture, amen. And he's got us protected today from all the evils of this world. Somebody said, uh, preacher, what about all these wrecks that are happening? What about Uh, all these kids, amen, that's uh, getting on drugs and alcohol and all the bad things uh, that are going on. I want you to understand that through all of that, Brother Robert, you and I can be content in his pasture. Amen. 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 So we look here at what he first said. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What does it mean to say I shall not want? I shall not want anything that I need. Amen. I appreciate something Brother Bo said a while ago. It may have been Brother Wayne. uh, 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 said he provides all our needs. He may not provide all our wants, but he provides all our needs. Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden had everything that they needed. I believe that today. I really do. I believe they were in harmony with the animals and God provided and they had everything, but they didn't have everything they wanted. Amen. Didn't have everything they desired. Amen. God told the tree, you can have of anything in the garden that you desire, but the tree that's in the midst of the garden. Amen. He said, when you eat of it, you shall surely die. Amen. Sounds to me like he had them in a pasture there that was just taken care of. Somebody said, Preacher, why? Why was there evil there in the garden of Eden? Satan's been here since the beginning of time. Amen. And his desire is to destroy and kill, to break up families, to do anything that he can do to try to torment God's people (coughs) today. But Don, I feel kind of safe over in the master's pasture. I really do. I really do. I've always been taken care of in his pasture today. Amen. I've always had everything uh, that I needed, amen. And I've learned, amen, that over a period of time, if there's something that I want and He's not giving that to me, I'm beginning to realize I may not need it, amen. Sometimes that's hard for nature to realize today. But he provides everything Maggie that we need in our life. You can go back and look and you can see all needs met from God. All needs met. David said, I shall not want, I shall not be in need of anything because I am in his pasture. Amen. Amen. Boy, I appreciate that today. I really do. Whatever falls our lot in life. Amen. Some of us, some of us, seem to uh, have more bad things happen to us than others. I can't explain that. Amen. It just happens. I've seen good people have bad things happen to them. Amen. But they're still in his pasture. Amen. And they're protected by the shepherd. Let's go just a little bit further. He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He, He leadeth me beside the still waters amen rest food and water amen the things that sustain life the the natural life amen we have to have that we have to have food we have to have rest we have to have water but he sustains our spiritual life with spiritual food somebody's if you you don't think this morning you couldn't feed and get full off what we was hearing going on here at the church this morning he was feeding us with that spiritual food today amen and he'll give us that that we stand in need of amen he he maketh me to lie down in green pastures it brought me back to a passage of scripture over in the book of Mark and uh jesus was with his disciples there and and they were tired and he could tell they were tired and so uh they went out into a desert place mainly the rest but jesus's popularity was was so high at that time that not only his disciples went with him but there was a multitude of other people that followed him over there amen and uh and 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 the bible said uh, 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 that in the desert Jesus had compassion on them uh, because they were a sheep that didn't have a shepherd he looked on them as lost sheep that didn't have a shepherd and he had compassion on them and the bible said that he commanded them to sit down upon the green grass now you explain that when we're in a desert <laughs> He commanded them to sit upon the green grass. I'm going to tell you something. In his pasture, he has everything provided for you and I today. Do. Don't you worry today if life looks like a desert. God's got something for you and you. for his people. He's got some green grass for you and I to graze on today. Amen. He's got still waters that he'll lead us by where we can drink. Amen when we're thirsty and he'll provide rest you know when I was younger I didn't think a whole lot about rest I always thought naps were for babies and old people but the older I get the more I realize that I need some rest and a good night's sleep man sometimes Blit and I go to bed at 8.30 eight ain't that something and by 9 we're asleep <laughs> Amen. I used to think that was plumb silly, but I'm gonna tell you something. I don't take that for granted. That's rest. That no matter, Brother Chris, what's going on in the world today, and I know we have trials and tribulations and trouble, but somehow another God can ease my mind and let me get some sleep. Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad of that today? Amen. <laughs> Not only did He have them set down there in green grass in a desert. But his disciples were worried because they didn't have enough food to feed everybody. Five loaves and two little fish. What are we going to do? I can see those disciples. They're like a lot of Baptists today. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. just don't know what we're going to do. Jesus took and he blessed those loaves and those two fishes and he multiplied them. Put them in a basket and began to distribute them amongst those all them people out there and somehow another five loaves and two fish fed over a thousand people. Amen. Sounds like sounds like he had him in his pasture, doesn't he? Amen. We have the choice to get out of his pasture if we want to. Amen. We can. I ain't talking about falling from grace. I'm talking about not being satisfied in his pasture today. We have the choice to drift out of there. How many folks have you seen down through your life at one time they were on fire for God? They were feasting in the master's pasture, and the devil painted them a picture of a pasture that looked better than Jesus' pasture, and they went over there to try it out. <laughs> Amen. Devil won't ever show you what's behind that pretty picture he painted. He just wants to draw on you over there in. Amen. Let's go just a little bit further. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. David knew a little something about having his soul restored, didn't he? Amen. We call it David's great sin. But to God, it was sin. Amen. When David committed adultery with Bathsheba, and then on top of that, committed murder, amen, his soul was weary. He knew he had done wrong. When the prophet came and told him, thou art the man, God could have left him and said, "I gave you a chance, and you blew it, buddy. You're no more one of mine." But you know what God did, Don? He restored his soul. Amen, amen. <laughs> How do you know He restored his soul? Because when uh, when uh, the prophet called there and told him what was going to become of his son there, and then. Just a little bit later on, his servants came and told him that his son was dead. Amen. He went over in the temple and he began to worship. Amen. 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 He'll restore his soul. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Christians today that need their soul restored. That's right. Amen. They need revival. Amen. I need revival in my life. Amen. Ever so often, ever so often, Uh, i begin to be not satisfied (laughs) i I don't mind admitting it to you every now and then i just get where i ain't satisfied Amen. and that's when i've allowed satan how to put some things in my life and he's putting temptations in yours, in my life. Amen. I'm trying to draw us uh, out of a good pasture, uh, over into a place that'll be nothing but a briar patch. When we get amen. over there in it, amen, all it brings is death and destruction. Amen. 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 Aren't you glad he restores his soul? Amen. Aren't you glad that since you've been saved, when you've sinned, And I won't say we all have, but I have. Since you've been saved and you sin, aren't you glad that He can restore your soul? Amen. Do you know that He would be just in saying, I give you a chance? I gave you a chance and you blew it. Amen. But He picks you back up. Amen. There's a lot of folks today that's living their life lost and undone without God because they think the sin that they committed is too big for Jesus to forgive and that's sad that makes me feel like as a preacher I'm not doing my job to get the word across to them to let them know that there's no sin to be blaspheming the Holy Ghost the Bible teaches us amen is the unforgivable sin and it's only unforgivable is when his drawing spirit quits amen and you die like that amen that's when it's unforgivable But there's been folks that's blasphemed him, amen. And later on, they realized what they had done, and they accepted Jesus Christ. That's the kind of shepherd that he is. That's the kind of shepherd that he is. Amen. Oh, I love the Lord today. I really do. I'm glad that when we sin, he won't suffer us to lie in our sins. Amen. How many times have you heard the old-timers say, uh, it's one thing to sin, but it's another thing to stay over there in it. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. We're all going to fail and sin and come short of the glory of God, but aren't you glad? Amen. He won't let us lay. Amen. How many times, <laughs> Brother Bobby, has he dusted you off? Boy, he has me. Dusted me off, cleaned me up and say now one more time son I'm going to point you in the right pathway walk in it. walk in follow me I'm your shepherd today Amen <laughs> He said yeah I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me now he's already talked about Uh, uh, being in a place where you don't have any wants, amen. He's talked about being led beside uh, still waters and in green pastures, amen. Now he's saying that when he comes down to the shadow of death, he'll fear no evil. Amen. Amen. You know, death is something that, uh, that, that, that the world, that's their biggest fear. It really is. It's their biggest fear today. Jake Hess sang a song, death ain't no big deal. You know why he could sing that? It's because he knew the shepherd. Amen. He knew who was taking care of him today. How many times have you been to a funeral? Amen. Of an old saint of God, man or woman, boy or girl. I'm talking about somebody that testified that they know Jesus and lived like it. And you've been there and you you hear the singing and the, the preacher just has all kind of liberty to preach. Amen. And folks are singing and praising God. That's because God was with them through the shadow of death. Amen. I remember your dad's funeral. Amen. It was a praise and worship service. Amen. What? And I believe that's what he wanted it to be. Right. Amen. Amen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod, and thy staff, they comfort me. Though the valley's dark, he didn't say the valley was going to be pretty. Amen. I've been in some valleys before, and it it's ugly. Real ugly. Amen. It was cold, and it was dark. Yet David's saying, I'm at ease. I'm at ease. Amen. Of course, I've never experienced death with my own body, but I sure have experienced the death of some people that I love. And I've seen this passage of scripture come to life when you go through the valley of the shadow of death. Pam, I've seen it with people that I love and care for. I've seen God walk with me and lead me And you've seen it too. Amen. And guide us. Amen. (laughs) Amen. He don't leave us lost in that valley. It's just a shadow of death. And he'll lead us safely through it. Right across the river Jordan. What a blessing today. Paul said in Romans He said, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. (coughs) Boy, Paul named off quite a few things there, didn't he? I believe he covered it all. Nothing. Will be able to separate us from our shepherd today. Amen. He loves his sheep. He loves his sheep. And my job is another shepherd, Brother Bobby. I love them. I love the sheep, but not near like Jesus does. Yes. Amen. Yes. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you it's an honor to be over this little flock. It is. Amen it is. Y'all could do a lot better, but it's an honor to be over this little flock. But our true shepherd is the spirit that we feel that comes down from heaven. Today. That's our shepherd today. He loves us and he cares about us. Paul said, I'm persuaded not any of these things can separate us from the love of God, not even death not even death Boy that all put some folks on shouting ground today Amen (laughs) Boy, I'm sure glad that David wrote this. I really am In the fifth and sixth verse he says thou preparest a table before me In the presence of my enemies Thou anointest my head with oil My cup runneth over. He said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Boy, I'm telling you what, I I believe this man had to be in the spirit when he wrote these words, amen. And this was a man that, His life wasn't always hunky-dory. He had problems just like you and I do today. Amen. He had more family troubles than most any of us will ever experience with our families today. Amen. He did. You go back and read. He said, I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a blessing that is to think about. Amen. He has a table spread. Where the saints of God are fed, he invites his chosen people come and die. He'll not leave you starving in his pasture, but he'll feed you. He'll give you that that you stand in need of. I often see folks out in the world and I see the problems they have and the, the direction that they're turning looking for answers when I thought, Lord, if they could just get over in his pasture today, if they could just come through the gate, of salvation and get over here in his pasture today and enjoy what you and i are enjoying today and the peace that comes along with it he said my cup runneth over i remember hearing preachers preach on that from time and time again since i was a boy and i can remember as a little old boy being at that round-the-clock restaurant and i know this sounds silly but We'd be down there, and there'd be these old men sitting around this old oak table down there. They were the same old fellas every time we went down there. And they'd take their coffee, and uh, they'd pour it in their saucer, and they'd go. And I'd just look, and I'd say, Daddy's their cup running over. They haven't to do that. He said, no, son. They're just trying to cool the coffee down a little bit. (laughs) David said, my cup runneth over. That means blessings more than I can contain. Yeah. And you know what happens when they run over, Bobby, is they run over and folks can't help yeah. but feed off a little bit of it. amen? Right. Have, you, have you ever got happy in church? I'm talking about you couldn't control your emotions, amen? Like some of them old sainted ladies, amen? Used to be, you and couldn't control herself a lot of times. <laughs> and she'd say, oh, I love the Lord. Amen. <laughs> You've heard Sister Martha Putman uh, get up and just wave her hand around. Amen. Eileen Hudson and some of those, amen. Some of those that have gone on. They used to do that. Amen. You see what was happening, Wayne, is their cup just run over. <laughs> Couldn't control it. Amen. Somebody said, preacher, I don't like that kind of stuff. It scares my children. <laughs> we didn't have no we didn't have it on the boat so that that was going to take place Blessing, Lord, Jesus have your way in that service Lord if it turns into an old shouting fit God just pour it on yeah. Amen. my cup runneth over boy my cup has time to two I sure am glad of that goodness and mercy have followed me all of my days. That's what David is saying. It's followed me all of my days that I have believed. Goodness and mercy has followed me through the thick and the thin, through sin, through restoration. It has followed me. Amen. On this earth, on this earth, when this life is ended, when this life is ended. He said, I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever, forever. Patsy, one thing I'm looking forward to when I get to heaven, I've heard folks say they're going to be preaching all over the hillsides. And I don't know. And I tell you what, I believe one day, Robert, I'll preach my last one. I do. What in the world would anybody in heaven have need of any review or correction? (laughs) There ain't going to be no lost people there, so we can't preach to them. Amen. That's right. (laughs) I'm just going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. 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 Right now, I'm enjoying preaching. I don't always enjoy it, (laughs) but right now, I'm enjoying it. Amen, and even though I'm enjoying it like I am now, I ain't gonna have to preach it up there. I just don't believe it will. If he wants me to, I'll try. Amen. <laughs> Boy, I'm getting full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Paul told the church at Philippi, he said, not that I speak in respect and won't. For I've learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. What was Paul saying? I'm content in my Savior's pasture today. I'm content. and He didn't say just when I'm in a good state. It's always easy to be content in a good state. He said whatsoever state that I'm in, Gene, I'm going to be content. Amen. I'm going to be I'm going to be joyful in the Lord. He didn't say I was going to be happy for what the world's done, but I'm going to have joy in the Lord. I'm going to be content with Him. Amen. We want our children to be content with what we give them. I want Glenda to be content with me. (laughs) She wants me to be content with her. That's that's just part of a happy life. I want to be content with Jesus Amen. Content with what he's given You and I today Amen Jesus Asked a question one time over Matthew He said, what man is there of you If his son asks for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish Will you give him a serpent somebody might have wondered why jesus was saying this he went on to say that if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask amen there's lost people out in this world today and if the Lord carries his coming to Christmas, their children are going to have some nice gifts. You know why? Because it's their children. Jesus said, if we be an evil, know how to give good gifts to our children. What in the world would our Father in heaven that loves us more than we love our own children, would give those that ask him? A lot of times, I don't have it because I don't ask for it. Amen. He said, ask and you shall receive Don't ask a Maybe a lot of times I ask a miss, maybe. But he said, ask and you shall receive. Amen. He is going to provide your and I needs today in our life. He'll do that. And I'm so glad that he will. Jesus spoke a parable. And he said there he was in a city a judge which feared, which feared not God, neither regarded man. He's going back to how good even somebody evil can be. He said, and there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Avenge me of mine adversary and evidently she had come to him time and time again she didn't come once or twice asking the judge for this but she had evidently been at his door day after day after day after day and i realize this is a parable of jesus is using here and the bible said he wouldn't avenge her of her adversary for a while but afterwards he said within himself though i fear not god neither regarding man in other words what he was saying was I don't fear God and I don't care about anybody around me a lot of times you don't love the Lord you won't love those who come to amen he said yet because this widow troubleth me I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she wearied me the woman had worried him enough that he finally avenged her of her adversary. Do you think we that call on God will not avenge us speedily? He said he would. That judge didn't love her. He didn't love anybody evidently. He didn't fear God. didn't love his neighbor. didn't love nobody. But because she continually came to him, he finally got tired of her coming and gave her her request. Let me tell you something god loves us today he's the good shepherd he wants to provide every need in our life today and he will provide need. day i'm going to say this in closing i bring up dogs a lot of times tonight, and and, but i took old tina to have her surgery done and, and some of you here know tina got to hunt with her and uh, she was a good bird dog, and uh, she just she was just one of them. Wayne that done it all, and you don't get one. I've got a lot of them, and you don't get one very often that does it all. I've got a lot of good dogs, but not one like this. And uh, she had a breast tumor, and I took her uh, up to the vet, and and uh, the vet told me she said, uh, "This tumor's big, and it's kind of risky." Uh, but said uh, I would suggest when we do the surgery let's go ahead and spade her and said so that way she probably wouldn't be out to get another one. And I had confidence when I left the, the vet's office there. I put her on antibiotics there for a week and, and she told me to bring her this past Wednesday morning for surgery. And I had confidence that uh, when I went back the next day that I was gonna take my dog home and get her well and have her back out in the field in maybe a month month and a half that's what the vet said if she done good she might can hunt in a month month and a half and Thursday morning I was up in Cherokee County guiding the hunt and the vet tried to call and I didn't have my cell phone with me and the called and she said I don't know how to tell you this but Satina didn't make it and uh, Boy, my, he just kind of hit me. And uh, I thought, gosh, i got to get out here and guide these guys. They're looking for a good time. And here I am, best dog I ever had. Don't get to the bay, mm-hmm. We went ahead and we hunted and the and Lord blessed. And, but I'm going to tell you something. Yesterday, we went up there and got her and Linda went and got her for me from the vet and they had her in a plastic bag and she was frozen and I dug me a hole there in the backyard and I tore that bag open and there she was just curled up in a little ball and I stuck her down there in that hole and I thought gosh I had so many more plans for her And, Chris, I began to think about the good times that I had had, (coughs) the times that she had got in there and really found birds that were hard to find. And I remembered some of the hunters that I would got said, boy, that Tina, she does it, don't she? I said, yeah, she's special. And I laid her down in that hole. And I started covering her up, and I thank God for the years that He had allowed me. To, I know this may sound silly to y'all that don't like dogs, but he, I started covering her, <coughs> covering her up, and I said, "Lord, thank you for the eight or nine years that You allowed me to have Tina and the joy that You gave me." I'm in mean, Your pasture, God, and even though, uh, even though I'm going through a valley right now, come on. <laughs> And I got the dirt put on her, and I kept thinking, I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day that I live, I am blessed.
4: That's all I could that' of.
1: all I could love about. He said, in this life, you're going to have troubles trials. But be a good cheer. I've overcome. Praise God today. I'm so glad to be in his pasture today. I'm so glad that uh, somebody said, Fritcher, are people in his pasture, are they immune to anything that comes about? I'm going to tell you, trouble's coming, amen. Whether you're in the pasture or whether you're out, trouble's coming. But if you're in the pasture, you've got a shepherd, amen, that will come to your guard. The Bible said that David, when he was uh, shepherd over his sheep there, he used the expression and he told his brothers and them, uh, when he was referring to the Philistine giant, he said, one time when I was shepherding the sheep, there was a lion and bear came out and tried to get them, amen. He said, I slew the lion, and I slew the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine should be like one of them. Yeah. Amen. David used, yeah. a, used a natural instance of something that had happened when he was a shepherd. That's how God would help spirit spirit defeat that Philistine giant. I want everybody to stand, and I want Brother Wayne to come give us a song. And I want to ask you a question. Are you satisfied in the master's pasture today? Are you satisfied in his pasture? Well, preacher, I don't want to get satisfied because when I get satisfied, I begin to grow cold. I ain't talking like that. I'm talking about are you satisfied with what God has provided for you and I in his pasture today? Amen. The good shepherd. Amen. How many times has he protected you and I from the lion and the bear? You know what the lion and the bear represents? Represents Satan. Amen. Satan would love nothing better than to come in and strip one right out of the flock. Amen. But we've got an all-seeing God that's watching. Amen. The Bible said he had a hedge up around Job and the devil knew that he couldn't <coughs> penetrate that hedge. That's right. Boy, I, I feel pretty safe in his pasture today. Amen. And the only reason Satan could come and torment Job was because God had to lift that hedge. Had God not lifted that hedge, there is no way Satan could have gotten to him. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you, there's going to be trouble coming in our lives today. And some of us, and the devil's going to get some of us to thinking that we've got more than everybody else does. He would love for us to think that our troubles are bigger than everybody else's. But let me tell you something. If you're in his pasture today, he is your shepherd. And he'll provide, and he'll take care of you. He watches for the wolf. He watches for the bear. He watches for the lion. Anything that Satan can throw at us today and Satan is conniving, he's subtle and he'll throw everything in the world at you today but you're under the ship today, amen maybe you've wandered out like them old goats that I had will go over to the neighbor's house maybe you've done that God's inviting you back into safety in the safety of his pasture now, go ahead and sing it's 691
0: 691
1: have to wonder if God will give his life for ours. He's already done. He's already done. He Calvary's his cross. He
4: went to the cross.
1: Amen. And he died that you and I might have life and even have it more abundantly done. Amen. Are you in his pasture today? Amen. It's danger outside of there. The devil's just waiting. Amen. so many things. We see so many young people making, making poor decisions and it cost it. What I have, I've made some ones. I look back and God had to have been merciful to me. He had to be. You know there were some times that I'd be off with some buddies and they'd be running 115 120 miles an hour. Paul would have to do one slip I didn't know that when all that was going on, but I had a mom at home praying, God, bring him home safely. Bring him home safely. Watch over. God, when he's making stupid decisions, he can watch over him there I'm glad I'm safe in his arms today. Safe in his pasture. Sing one more verse.